When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? <laughs> you know what, Tom? You can leave. Wait, who are you quoting? <laughs> um, Meredith Marks and her like oh. Disney princess, evil Disney princess she... villain era. I can't. I, the way my taste in housewives transform. I, <laughs> you, I when the show first aired, I was like mesmerized by her, and now I can't stand her. Her breastplates, remember? Yes, never forget the breastplates. Also, like the the baths. I can't stand the baths. <laughs> Big storyline this season. But you know who hasn't shifted, changed, adjusted who they are at all and stays winning is Lisa Barlow. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't changed um she's changed nothing about herself. Nothing. Which is perfect. I know. She That's ha- what I want. Agreed. Both physically and like um inside you know like she has yeah. work done she's not transformed that way because she's always looked great mm-hmm. and she is equally as chaotic as she was like episode one yeah i think the reason why is because like uh i don't know what the reason is the reason is that she's the housewife of my dreams and i love her <laughs> i love her so much she <laughs> i was watching when i was watching both slc and oc today i was like mm-hmm. Emily and Lisa have quickly become like top 10 housewives for me. Wow. I just think they're good TV and they're hilarious. Okay. I haven't caught up on OC for like two weeks, so I have to catch up. The last time I watched it was uh, Shannon. Well, Shannon's <laughs> crying because everybody was canceling. <laughs> the only thing you missed on this week was that Shannon is coming out with a line of at home colonics with Dr. Moon. And the. I watched the never before scene because that's the only one they have on Peacock for OC. Yeah. They don't have the original version, which yeah. I actually prefer because they don't. They I I have not seen the intro to the show once. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I hear yeah. is chaos. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, and all I know the, I know the taglines are a mess, but the yeah, all you miss is they they showed in the never before scene the actual contraption that you would put on your toilet, and now this is coming from me, a gay man who has frequently douched my own asshole just to be ready for anal sex Uh this is long (laughs) (laughs) you're saying that there was no consultations done with 
the gay community for this. No. One. She would have benefited. And the fact that like Shannon is gonna climb atop that is <laughs> Oh she's taking it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's taking a lot. I'm like, if you can take that, you can take some. Oh, also, you can take some. I need some hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, is she getting ready for anal sex? <laughs> like, no. why does she want her rectum that clean? So, I don't know if you remember, but even like the first or second season of Shannon, Shannon's time with us, she had that scene where she had David Bedore put oh. an enema up her booty hole. Yes, they flash back to it in this episode. <laughs> Listen, I think Shannon is somebody who is, this is like maybe a little too deep and dark, but I think Shannon has really bad, we know this, Shannon has really bad body image stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's constantly thinking that she wants to be smaller and skinnier. So I think this is just like another step in her like bulimia, to be honest. Like this is just. But what's interesting is that. Colorectal bulimia. I know, but <laughs> I that's know. not what that does. Like that doesn't just no, but- make you shit. All of, the purpose of it is just to clean out Oh. your insides. It doesn't make you shit. Yeah, but I think it cl- the idea that you're cleaning out your insides also makes her feel like maybe it's going to empty out some of the bloating in her tummy. Right. But like it's what it's literally doing is cleaning the like canal, the canal. So things can go in there. Yeah. Well, (laughs) in an actual colon, like a, well, a colonoscopy, they're going in, making sure that and getting rid of like anything that like could cause, you know, cancer, things like that. But a colonic is just like literally just water. And um, something I learned from a lot, I follow like bottoming like Instagram accounts that okay. there's like bottoming influencers now, which there's this guy called Bottoms Digest where he <laughs> does a really like approachable, like easy to digest, <laughs> um, just like what to eat, when you want to have sex, what like how you should be cleaning yourself, all this stuff. And uh, the biggest thing I've seen across the board is that you should never put like um so much water you sh- you if you flood like your insides like that with so much water which is what she's doing you just like are going to have water like coming out of you constantly cuz your body is not used to having like that much in you and also you're not supposed to do it like more than once like um oh, every other week or something like that and i'm worried yeah. she's doing it like daily yeah do you remember you and i have talked about how you watched um, my weird addiction, right? Oh, my strange addiction. Yeah, I watched the the seek the spinoff series last night. My strange addi- <laughs> my strange addiction still addicted. <laughs> so there was in the original seasons there was one one couple that would do coffee. They were addicted to coffee enemas. Do you remember them? And they no, would lay down in their bathrooms. <laughs> well, coffee enemas that is scary. I mean, you were looking. You might as you're doing cocaine. <laughs> Because the the coffee is just shooting into your bloodstream. <laughs> that is more of a diuretic, though, because that's yeah, like that's literally true. getting like um, laxatives in the bloodstream to make you go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm really excited for this collab that we're doing. Today. Yes. Yes. So this is a little reality is 
dive dumpster the dumpster is reality i don't know we'll, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll the table the reality that. is a dumpster that's honestly what it is <laughs> when the, the inevitable table. happens where you and i combine forces and just create a <laughs> podcast universe that'll be what it's called reality is a dumpster is it's true it's so good yeah so that's what this is so uh, and we're gonna dive into the best episode of television ever (laughs) (laughs) i feel like they're really leaning into the camp of salt lake city they are full camp and everyone knows it except for heather yeah correct (laughs) she doesn't get camp unfortunately Mm -hmm. she thinks she does yes no no idea no, and she, you know, I continue to get sad that pe- we thought that she was like a gifted comedian because she isn't. She's not. She's she's cringe, like as the young people would say. She gives me the ick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the young people say, actually. <laughs> not cringe. I think cringe is what we said. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> um, um, are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, the episode starts with Bermuda, May 2023. Okay, I have to ask you, why do you think Heather is freaking the fuck out? So, I'm not sure. Do you think, because there's all of these, I wonder, there's, I have two thoughts. Mm-hmm. One, is this related to like the Angie with the long Greek last name? What's her name, last name? Oh, I, well, last night I was thinking about how it's so weird that I know her last name. Kasinopoulos? I just made that up. Yeah, something something like that. Um, oh, Angie Casanova, I think. No, there's an Opolis or something at the end. Oh, or Opola God. or Op... op. I, wish <laughs> I, I wish I had a fun name like that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hamlet is great. Yeah. You know when you have something but you just don't want it? Like, but you want what everyone else has? Like, Shamim is a great last name. Oh, thank you. It is. I feel that way about my breasts. What a you like that you want to give them away and take someone else's? I hate them. Yeah, get away from me with this, Apollo. Embrace, (laughs) embrace the puppy. No, I think that she could be either talking about this money laundering thing that's maybe coming up, or I wonder if there's something like Mormon church related Mm. with like Whitney and her her family. Ooh. Like someone outed someone in her family as being naughty in the Mormon. I don't know. With Heather, it goes back to Mormonism for me. So that, that was kind of my first thought was, is it something Mormon? Yeah. Because it I can't be. It can't be Jen related. Yeah, I don't think so. Or I think here's where I think it could be Jen related. I think that um, New Girl Monica. Sorry, my dog is I, sneezing. <laughs> Your dog? I didn't hear him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Does he? Yeah. He's okay. Um, Is he okay? He's fine. He's fine. Okay. All right. Well, he's fine. You're fine, Rethy. Yeah. That's a dog I love from afar. Yes. Yeah. I love most dogs from afar. Yeah. You just aren't a dog. It's not like you are anti-dog. You're just like, it's not for me, but like I can objectively tell that that's a cute animal. Yeah. That's how we feel about a lot of people's babies. I love your That's how I feel about babies pretty much across the board. Yeah. Like, I like your kids because they're in the fun age to me. Yeah. Like, we're like, we could like spend the day together and have fun. But babies, no. Mm -mm. You're like single tier. You're like, so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) How many people were scared? (laughs) I was really, really scared. That was literally you when the kids got back to school yesterday or whenever that was. 
Uh, anyway, you're right about Heather and it always being linked to, to Mormonism. I also think the other thing could be that this new girl, Monica, mm-hmm. who I can't wait to get into. Love her. Monica is coming in with all of the secrets that Jen Shah has shared about all these people. So sure. I think maybe oh, that's it, probably could it. Rela- it could be related to that. How could you do this to us? Heather was saying. But also Heather is a known uh, floppista. Like she's a floppinator. She's the worst. She's just so bad. She's so like, I just, I hate any lead up to Heather. Cause right. I'm like, this is going to be dumb. Right. It could truly be about like the local Jersey Mike's like outed her order to the public <laughs> or something. <laughs> Somebody outed that she's on Manjaro. Like who cares? Sure. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. Probably it. <laughs> okay. My, what is your Jersey Mike's order? Do you get Jersey Mike's in Jersey? I don't like Jersey Mike's. Do you like Jimmy John's? I don't, I'm not a submarine girly. Okay, one, I, it's hard for me to hear hear you genuinely call it a submarine. <laughs> Hoagie. Wow, really? I could have a sandwich every, like my mental health like hinges on having a sandwich every day. Oh, wow. I don't like a cold sandwich. Wow, why? <laughs> okay, however, I will say this, that recently I started getting this thing from my local bagel place, mm-hmm. and it is an Asiago bagel toasted with chicken salad and some hot sauce and it is so good but the bagel has to be warm right like i think i need a little bit of warmth just like slightly but i don't like a cold cut i'm not a deli meat girl wow 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 (laughs) (laughs) oh boy wait so Uh, i think you're right though i think you're right yeah Yeah, um, I'm sorry that I couldn't give you my Jersey Mike's order. It's okay. My Jimmy John's order is just like turkey, cheese, but then like tons of mayo and tons of hot peppers. Oh, that does sound good, actually. Their hot peppers are the best thing that's ever happened to me. I would love to come uh, to New York and get just Jersey Mike's with you or Jimmy John's or whatever. Well, they don't have Jimmy John's here. It's like a thing. They just started opening them, but I don't really trust it here in the city. I, yeah, I agree. Also, in the city, there's so many like delis that you could just like walk into. Sure, I just go to my deli to get get a sandwich. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you put uh, chips inside of your sandwich? Um, no, I, I like that. Like, it's good, but I don't like. Um, that's not a go to for me. Okay. Like, if if a sandwich comes that way, I'll I'll eat it. But I'd rather the chips on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well. Anyway, moving on to the stupid show. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about this intro, electric. It's giving Mob Wives. It literally is exactly <laughs> what the Mob Wives. If, yes! if you've never watched Mob Wives, pause. Go watch, Just Google like season one Mob Wives intro. The whole intro is them just walking past each other on a bridge. In furs. In furs. It's literally the same. The only thing that yes. they don't have is like Proverbs 1510 like written above them. Yeah. Yeah. John 316 or whatever that is. <laughs> whatever they put at the bottom of the Forever 21 shopping bags what is john i that's the one scripture i know which i hate no i don't know it but i do know that it's like a real for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will have everlasting life something like that i grew up in the church okay okay wow wow that was (laughs) amazing wow that that was tim and marion hamlet from flower mound texas just now wow (laughs) 
That is impressive. Look at you. So you impressive. It was scripture ing- slut. <laughs> I'm such a little scripture slut. The behavior that you exhibited was whore like. The whore <laughs> jumped out and then it jumped back in. I must stop. I haven't used the soundboard in a minute and I'm going crazy right now. Because you enjoy slutatious. it. Kix kind of doesn't like it. Oh, what? slutatious. I, where is slut? I can get slutatious on here, but keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that scripture was slutatious. I don't know, 316, but I know that that was also like a thing with WWF. Another thing that I never watched, but like I just know about from having boys around me. WWF? Yeah. Wait, what does that have to do with the Bible? So there was one of the guys, one of the uh, wrestler dudes that their thing was like 316 was like their number. Oh, really? It was like related to scripture, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay, anyways, keep going. Then we get this Mobwise intro is silly and so good. And I just like the scripture reading. It's like so ridiculous i just i loved it i'm like they're really it's the crazy this is the craziest show on television it is and i love it like i need it to be this level of crazy from here on out i need this level of ridiculousness i need you to like put clown music on serious scenes like Mm -hmm. this is what i want um and we got like a preview basically of all the things to expect and it did end with meredith yelling you can leave or whatever Looking absolutely, in your words, cuckoo banuno. Cuckoo banuno. I think that it also is not at Lisa. There's what? I don't think that that screaming is at Lisa either. I think it's at Whitney. Well, I heard, well, not I heard. I say this like I read it somewhere. I just literally watched Watch It Heaven's Live. But Lisa, but Lisa alluded to the fact that Heather and Meredith get into a lot of this season. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Both two losers. Go at it. And my my one critique of the show always is I need someone to like someone, which I just, we struggled not having any authentic friendships, mm-hmm. but you know, as long as they can hang out, that's all I ask. Yeah. It's just so funny. Cause like this episode, we'll get into it. They basically do like a, a hangout to be like, all right, we got to pretend to like each other now. That's totally like, what the last scene is. It's all that. That. Totally. Okay. Anyway, then we go back four months ago with the Sundance queen, our queen, Lisa Barlow, throwing parties and being chauffeured around by John Barlow. Have we talked about John Barlow? Do you, are you into John Barlow? Yeah, I've de- I find him deeply attractive. He really gets me when he has his backwards cap on. I'll take him anyway. <laughs> Anytime a man has a backwards cap on, I'm like, oh, what's this? What's happening? There's something just like delightfully soft-spoken about him. Yeah, you know? he seems like a he's a wife guy. That's what he is. You're right, big wife guy. Mm-hmm. That one, he just drives her around everywhere. She talks, he starts talking, then she interrupts him with a text message. It's amazing. <sighs> I love them. They're yeah. Go ahead. Okay, they tell us basically what's going on with the Barlows, and the big thing is that Jack uh, said fudge college, and he decided to go on a mission. What are your thoughts about missions as a scripture slut yourself? So I mo- I had a lot of Mormon friends in college that in high school that went on missions. Um, mm. And it's it's a little dark. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. The weirdness is like you spend in there. So I don't know what, um, what's her son's name again? Jack. Jack. I don't know what Jack's journey is going to be. The people that I know that went on missions, they were normal high school kids and instead of going to college they applied to go on a mission they go on the mission for two years 
come back and then go to college after the mission is over mm-hmm. um, and find a wife in college, get married, have a thousand kids. Like this is like the, the trajectory yeah. of most Mormon practicing yeah. Mormon men, men's lives. Every single per I, I would say I kicks and I probably know about like five or six guys that we were friends with that went on missions. They all come back full, like eyes glazed over, like just God warrior robots. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Yeah. It's like, it's tough. Like they yeah. lose all sense of um, humor. <laughs> yeah. And they just are kind of these like soulless people walking around. And in honestly, Lisa couldn't have put it better when she said he's going to go away and put everyone before. She was like, he's going to go away and take care of everyone but himself. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, I know Lisa people, but people like the point of it is not to not take care of yourself. She she can turn anything to like bad. Like she's viewing this thing as a bad thing, which for me, it's a it's tough, but if he feels this is like what he's chosen to do, then he should go do it. Uh, yeah, I I have a lot of problem with mission work uh, because it to me as like a a non Christian, and I feel this way by the way. If anybody did mission work in any type of religion, but there is a, like the whole like proselytizing and like getting going into like impoverished countries and establishing your mm-hmm. religion and trying to get people to convert and it's it's a it's another form of like colonization in my opinion it and is. i think that that's very problematic and a lot of times these guys will go over on these missions and then they'll marry girls over there in like sort of an attempt to further the religion and mm-hmm. i think that that is very problematic to me and i know it's not specific to mormonism i think it's across the board in any religion a lot of religions do it i just find it problematic you know you were describing this thing about like they go away for two years and they come back they go to college they find a wife they have a million kids you literally literally just describe one of my friends mm-hmm. um one of my best friends from high school we're like a group of six girls and one of our friends is mormon and she went to byu as one does and yeah. at 19 she got married to a guy who had gone away for mission for mm-hmm. two years came back found her they prayed on it he was like her prayer he was like a friend of a prayer advisor i don't know whatever that means <laughs> whatever that means um <laughs> oh, but, i don't have that one on here oh yes i, I know do. okay <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> so she came back and he came back he, get, he got married to her very quickly it was very quick obviously we weren't invited to like the big wedding because you're not allowed to be in there if you're not mormon and married um but she had like a reception in New Jersey, whatever. Fast forward, she has five kids. And during the time when they were initially married and stuff, I remember I may have told you this. One time he sent us like an email and it was like a change. It was when Obama was still president. Um, I know it was no, it was when Bush was president. So this is many years ago. Mm-hmm. And he sent us an email. It was like a blast of like a change.org like petition or something. And it was like, the Democrats are trying to pass gay marriage. Sign this if you're against it. And he sent it th- to like all of my friends' friends, like all of his wife's friends who are from New Jersey. And we were like, what? not us. No, girl. <laughs> no, no, Look no, 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 no. We're like, that's weird. But positive here on the story. 
is that now, many years later, they actually have a trans child. And I don't believe that they're part of the church anymore or like actively involved in the church. I think they live in Texas now. And like their eldest child is trans and they're very supportive of them. And they send out these like holiday cards every year. And like the year prior, they used their child's birth gender and birth name. And the year following, they used their child's chosen gender, I guess, and, um, and chosen name. And they never even had to explain it in the card. They were like, this is Sam. Like, okay. We love people who evolve. We love that. So all this to say that mission stuff makes me, gives me the ick. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't like, you know, completely write people off when they do that, even if I think it's problematic. But Lisa crying, I love when she cries and her voice changes. I love it. Uh, it's so good. It, it, she come, yeah. She gets done here. She's like, <laughs> she turns into the character from SNL. She turns into like, uh, what's it called, the Michael Myers character. Oh, what's his name? I can't remember. She gets verklempt. Yes, yes. <laughs> she turns into it. We, I don't, and I don't know if you caught this, but John Barlow says, "Well, Lisa, you have to think to yourself: Where were you when you?" when you were 17 and Lisa goes very quickly under her breath. And if you don't know, if you don't live in New York, you're not going to, you probably didn't catch it. But she goes, I was in college. I was in New York city. I was at limelight. At limelight, yeah. Guys, I just need to break this down for you. Limelight <laughs> is this huge, like old school, like cathedral on sixth Ave that I don't know when it stopped being a church, probably a long ass time ago, but it, like in the 80s, like I think in the 70s through like early 2000s, it was like the it gay club to be at, like in the city, like all these different rooms. I mean, I'm sure people were having sex there, like the, all mm-hmm. the DJs would go there. It was like the place you would go out after Studio 54 was a wrap. Yeah. And to think of like... 22 year old Mormon adjacent Lisa Barlow at Lime. Oh, she wasn't Mormon then actually. She, I don't think she was. Yeah. Um, at Limelight is a sight to behold. And now sadly, it. now sadly it is just a gym, but I wish we, we all wish it was a club still. Hmm. It's a, but yeah, like I loved it. I, I caught that too. And like <laughs> John's trying to make like a nice point. She's like, I was partying. Yeah, and I he's and he's trying to be like, and he's gonna like help people, which he's not. But yeah, we'll also see what he's doing. Also, here's my thing with Mormonism: like, religion in itself is a made up thing. Like, mm-hmm. whether you believe in it or not, someone made it up. Sure. Like, yeah. like even if you believe, I'm 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 not coming for your beliefs in it, but someone did make it up. Mm-hmm. Like, w- Jesus made it up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like someone was like, here's some thoughts I'm gonna put down on paper, right? Sure. So I just don't, I struggle with the idea of like imprinting on other people and other cultures that your culture that was made up, your your religion that was made up not a hundred years ago, or no, it's been a hundred years, but like, like was made up in like a very short time frame from today is the religion that you're trying to push on people who have customs and traditions that have lasted for thousands of years is just like so bizarre to me. Yes, correct. This is this is like a big issue I have with anybody preaching their religion to another 
group of people. Right. Like yeah, there's like a su- there's like a supremacy aspect there. There's mm-hmm. like a superiority and inferiority thing. There's like a there's like a white savior complex there. I just I don't like any of it. No thanks. But good luck to you, Jack. He has a lot of money and I feel like he's just saying he's gonna go on a mission, but he might be partying. <laughs> I don't know. He seems very like holier than thou. I feel like the younger kid's gonna be a fun party animal. He's oh, the yeah, funny yeah, yeah, one, you're you know. Right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, Heather has a new house and Meredith Marks visits her. Um, and Heather basically is very aware that she's in her flop era because she's like keeps talking about how she knows he's had she's had a bad time because people are coming for her for her book, which nobody read. Um, so the church is coming for her for a book, people are coming for her for her relationship with Jen and also the black eye. <laughs> I know no one who's read that book. Do you know anyone? No. Yeah. I think people just bought it and put it on their shelf, which honestly, that's all you can ask for when you write a book, but that people just buy it. Um, yeah. But also, did, I know you're not like a, you're not a drinker really, but I thought it was fully diabolical that they were drinking Belvedere and Pellegrino at like 2 p.m. Because oh. Pellegrino's not flavored. Uh-huh. And Belvedere is like really nice vodka and they're just drinking like in like tumblers like ice and just like plain soda water and vodka. I'm like, yikes. <laughs> and it's probably like 11 a.m. It looked like, yeah, maybe just afternoon at the latest. Mm. Hard to see. That is troubling. <laughs> right? That's a lot. Yeah. Um, They basically discuss Whitney um, what did you think about Meredith's impression of Whitney Rose? You know, I think we have two gifted impressionists on Bravo, and that is Kyle Richards and Jen- Jennifer Aiden. But the rest can go. I didn't. I did not like it. No, no. Um, Meredith is upset that Whitney said that she wouldn't take a bath with anybody else <laughs> because it grosses her out. And Meredith is really mad. She is almost as mad as Jen Shaw showing her little baby son her vagina. Um, I've never seen anybody really die on a hill so ridiculous before. No, she's pressed. But I, so I don't know about you, but to me, a bath is not like something you do to clean. It's like something you do to relax maybe. Yeah, sure. But like, I'll probably shower. Yeah. Like, and especially if I'm taking a bath with someone, like, I'm going to, and this is so, I understand that this is wasteful, but, like, that's not going to be, like, the only time I bathe that day. Like, to me, it just isn't bathing. Yeah. And, you know, Whitney's saying that she likes to get in a bathtub to be clean um, explains a lot about Whitney. She seems like one of those people that, like, grew up going to the pool all summer and, like, never showered, you know? Ocean or pool is not bathing. No, she grew up dipping in lakes and being like, oh, I took a shower today. She She's doing a Tom Schwartz before his wedding. Yeah, just doing a slut bath in a creek. <laughs> exactly. Um, I did crack up when Whitney, or I'm sorry, when Meredith said, how, many, how much DNA is in her bathtub she invites 85 people into regularly? I was like, you know what? <laughs> you got me, Meredith. That was cute. The DNA of it all doesn't make any sense because DNA is just everywhere. It's everywhere. Like if, you t- if you touch something, there's DNA on. <laughs> well, did you, I don't know if you caught this, but Whitney said, I don't take bathtub. Like she, she, 
her, I don't see her that grasp though. on the English language is so fractured. So fractured. <laughs> it just cracks me up. But she's another one. She's like, like, I don't take bathtubs. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's a malfunctioning robot. And I love it. She's like, you know, like how they're like, oh, AI is going to take over art. And then people like generate AI. And it's like, you know, women, beautiful women with like eight fingers. Mm-hmm. That's like Whitney as a person. I feel like she's like a she's like a chat GPT broken. You know, the coding isn't right. And I love it. And that's kind of savage. <laughs> but I love it. No, I love Meredith's- her. <laughs> uh, yes. In a way where I'm like, I would never be friends with you in real life, but I think that you're so entertaining. Um, Meredith says, you don't go after my marriage. <laughs> you don't go after my bathtub. <laughs> it's crazy. She's on one, Meredith. She just comes in angry at somebody every season. It's she's hard. She's hard for me. Although, you know yeah. what? I got to give props to her. Her work has settled. It has. And she looks good. She does. She it, looks more and more like her daughter. It was a little it a little it needs time to like really set in. Yeah. Like 6 to months to a year and the, she had a lot of work done between season two and three. And last season, she was looking a little different. Yes, I agree. I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. I My know. Botox girl just, I'm. Well, Botox is different. That's no, different. It's, no, my Botox girl is starting to talk to me about filler. Sure. Which is very upsetting to me. As a person with chubby cheeks, I just thought that these were going to make me look youthful for the rest of my life. But apparently what ends up happening when you have chubby cheeks is that eventually they detach from like your cheekbones because of loss of collagen. (laughs) Don't make that face. Detach? (laughs) They start to like lose sort of like their – No, I get it. And they go down. I'm assuming they sag. To your face. And they start to go down because the collagen is keeping it all up here, Mm -hmm. up by your eyes. And then they start to go down. And once they start to go down, that's when you get jowls. And then you get these ridiculous laugh lines. No, we can't have jowls. We can't have jowls. I have okay, a wonderful but- jawline and it's going because of these fucking jowls. So my uh, filler girl was like, what you do is you get facials. You do derma- like a bunch of stuff. You do micro needling and then you do some filler up the top to like tack it all in. So I'm, I'm just, I'm afraid. Nora, I know quite a few people. Uh-huh. That have filler here. Uh-huh. And I didn't, like, like you don't notice it. It's literally just a little bit that pulls back. Like, it pulls all of this back because of the tension in it. But it's not, like, anything you can actually see. Oh, God, that's what I want. You uh, so Do scared. it. Just do a little bit. I know. But it's, you're paying it's not for, a like, lot. an entire vial. So then you're like, all right, put it in my lips. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. got if you... Never do lip filler. Everyone, don't do it. It's irreversible. (laughs) (laughs) I know some people that have lip filler and it's just something that's noticeable. I know. You go very quickly from looking like, oh, that's nice to like quack, quack. Immediately quack, quack. Yes. It's a very slippery, slippery slope. So Yeah. Um, Meredith is a flop, but... One of the things that I'll be forever grateful to her about is that she's brought her friend, Mary Cosby. Thank God. I love her so much. (laughs) Now, okay, let's just talk about, let's just state the facts here. Mary Cosby, uh, probably a very problematic person, but 
does great as a friend of. Mm-hmm. Like exactly what we need as a friend of. She should not be a main cast member. I don't I don't want to know about Mary's personal life. No. No, I, I don't. No. Honestly, sometimes I feel like most housewives should just be treated like friends of. Well, then we're oh. when we don't who's housewives then? <laughs> No, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes housewives share personal stuff that's going on with them. I'm like, I don't really care about the personal stuff that's going on with you. I just care about how you're interacting with the people in this group. And I think that that's like how we should only watch these shows. Like, I don't really care about all the details of your personal life. Right. Whitney Rose, I'm talking to you. I don't care that Justin took his wedding ring off or whatever. I don't care. I just care about like, how you don't understand English. How she bathtubs? <laughs> bathtubs. Okay. Mary's back. Mary says to Meredith, she wants to catch up, but she says this, which was so confusing. She says, I'm in dinosaur mode. That's how much I need to catch up. What does that mean? <laughs> I got it. She's just saying like, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm prehistoric. I'm so behind the times. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I got it, Mary. You're so witty. But I love her. I mean, she is. <laughs> she looks great too. She does. The fashions were fashioning, and I also <laughs> loved when she was like talking about um, her son, and she was like, "Yeah, he's with this girl. They say they're married, but I can't get to the bottom of it." <laughs> what do you mean, Mary? I know. And the producers like, just ask him. She's like, "We haven't had time," and she's like, "Doesn't he live with you?" She's like, "Yeah, just haven't had time." <laughs> love it i love it <clears throat> oh she's great um then angie wait wait Lisa, we got to yes. talk about her spicy yeah, booty hole though. Yeah, sorry, sorry. spicy booty hole huh her spicy booty hole her spicy booty <laughs> hole she loves to talk about tooting and pooping she does for such a little lady <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's such like a little dainty lady and she's always talking about how things are leaving her <laughs> I mean, we spent the first seven minutes of this podcast talking about things I washing out of our I forgot bodies. about that, honestly, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, the salad was that spicy that you couldn't get it out. And then also, <laughs> the other shocking part of that, which got the, the lunch that got overshadowed, was Meredith ordered a like bowl of butter and just a tail of lobster and a white wine. There's no condiments, like nothing. She was eating a lobster tail, dipping it in butter, and drinking white wine. I think that's low carb. It's, it's it's definitely, she's a keto girl. She's a keto girl. And you know those keto girls, they don't smell right. No, no. As an old <laughs> keto girl myself. You start to emit things that your body needed yeah. to keep inside. You get the meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also Mary's like, this is a spicy salad. It's a goat cheese and like fig salad or something. I can't imagine anything being spicy in that. She's got a sensitive little tummy. <laughs> Is it the arugula? Probably. Yeah, because arugula can be like peppery. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love her. Um, Angie, Lisa, and the new girl Monica meet for lunch. Um, now let's just get into Monica. Monica is casually the informant. <laughs> a lot to unpack with her. She is the... she is the person that we've been looking for this whole time. Yeah. And part at first part of me I was like, well, why wasn't she on the show before? 
Mm-hmm. But I actually appreciate her being on it now because it gives us a nice little transition out of Jen. But also she has so much... She knows so much about these ladies because Jen is a certifiable criminal who, like, plays just mind games with everyone. And and so we get all this intel from her about Jen that we would never have gotten. Mm -hmm. It's, like, much more interesting than having Jen on the show. Absolutely. Remember that girl last year with, like, the rogue from X-Men hair? No. Whose friend was she? She was a friend of. oh dana dana i liked dana yeah dana said that she knew the informant of jen's case i'm sure she knew monica i'm sure it was monica for sure the city is so little yeah yeah um lisa barlow has a weird previous recollection of monica she says oh she looked so different she was blonde and she had fair skin i was like (laughs) I, i was like what does this mean yeah. I was trying to like unravel what does that mean, what, what that mean you know? <laughs> yeah, because that photo they showed of Monica, she kind of looked the same, just with blonde hair to me. Yeah, but Lisa seems like a type of person that like doesn't look at people's facial features. She just kind of like looks at their general like what like their outside. You know what I mean? Yes, she's got yes. too much going on. Yes, I I agree. Vita Tequila is on on the mind. <laughs> yeah, Vita doesn't stop for anybody. Okay, so she's got to keep going. And Monica has four children, the oldest being 18 years old or something. 17, yeah. That she's is 37, crazy. So she's, she's had kids since she was like 21, yeah. Could not be me. No. No. I, no, I stopped at 31. I said, that's enough. No, thank you. When when were you pregnant with your first then? 28. That's a great age. Perfect age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrap that shit up by 31. I yep. said no more. Nope. Um, with Monica, I'm getting some Jennifer Aiden feelings. I was like, she could be annoying or she could be amazing. I'm getting Jennifer Aiden as well without the Jen Aiden like delusion. And I don't know. Jen Aiden bothers me sometimes because she's so oblivious to like how she comes across. In my mind, Monica was a little more like, I'm crazy. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're right, you're right, you're I mean, right. this the she may not be affiliated with Jinsha anymore, but need us not forget she was for quite a long time. Correct. Yeah. So that takes a I, certain type of person. Yeah, and I do think that when she was like, "Oh, Jen asked me if you want to get rich, you just need to do this thing." So then I called my friend. I'm like, mm, "But did you try for a little bit to make that money, and then you didn't make that money, and then you called a friend, and then and then and then you know what I mean?" Like. Right. Mm, I don't think that you were so on the straight and narrow, Monica. No, definitely not. And also, who calls your friend the C- the Secret Service member just after your other friend tells you about a business venture? Like, I, that seems so shady, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, Monica also shares that she has had crossed many paths with Lisa Barlow because Lisa Barlow used to call Jen Shaw and she would talk for so long that Jen would just get sick and tired of it and hand over the phone to Monica and then Monica would just continue on the conversation with Lisa. And this is intercut with Lisa actually talking a lot at the lunch. And one of the things that Lisa says that cracked me up is she said, I'm obsessed with anything maritime. <laughs> I can not. Like someone at the beach house needs to like put that, frame it. I'm obsessed with anything, anything maritime right now. 
That is so specific. <laughs> Maritime culture is very interesting to me because it, it attracts a lot of um, the same types of people. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a lawless space in a way <laughs> that's appealing to those that love this country. <laughs> if you know what I'm getting John at. John Jansen. John Jansen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, that really are obsessed with their rights not being taken away. So they're going to take to the water. Yeah. Where I write the rules. Them. We've seen them take to the water with yeah. the flags. Yeah. And sink boats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love her. Um, any other thoughts about this little lunch? Um, no, I, w- I would love some sushi nachos and a Vita tequila drink. That sounds like a nice little afternoon. Yes. A sushi nacho sound really sounds good. so good. Um, Whitney and Heather are going to host a brunch, um, because it's their way of starting off with a clean slate, which again, as we mentioned, this is just a way for them to all get together and have like a, we're starting filming, let's get our shit together and like try to play nice Mm -hmm. and try to move forward scene, um, or like a, whatever a day. And so they host this little brunch and Mary comes and then we get, Lisa and Bar- Lisa Barlow and Mary Cosby meeting each other, and Lisa does a reading of her texts from Mary. I think I wrote them down. Hold on. I'm going to try to find them. Wait. While you're looking for that, just quickly, one thing we didn't speak about was Angie's insane look at that lunch with those oh. – with the fur and then the pink outfit and then the pink – sunglasses that engulp her face and in the trailer for the season she seems to be in those sunglasses like quite often like she looks like she's about to ride motocross (laughs) (laughs) angie is like you know i feel for angie only because (laughs) only because like she really thinks that she's like got it all to be like a good housewife Mm -hmm. but like i feel like she always falls just a little bit short like even this scene like she's this episode she was completely overshadowed by monica like angie is a housewife this season she's got a snowflake right but we don't care we're more excited about monica i know but i kind of sometimes you need the flop the, the the girls who think they're giving you know yeah. That are. What is Angie's last name? I keep wanting to say Katsopoulos because that's Jesse Katsopoulos, but I don't think that that's right. Who's Jesse Katsopoulos? You know who Jesse Katsopoulos is, right? Who is that? Full House. Oh, duh. John Stamos. Angie Katsinavis. See? Katsinavis. There we go. Noopolis. <laughs> Noopolis in sight. Okay. That was All me right. generalizing. So I'm, I'm sorry to the, the Greek peoples. <laughs> um, Lisa reads her texts from Mary to her. They go, Lisa, you're the biggest idiot. You're a black widow. You are the biggest liar in Utah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're an idiot is so great to me too. It's so base. I'm like, obsessed with it (laughs) you'll kill (laughs) you'll kill people with your nasty tequila you remind me of a witch (laughs) possibly (laughs) you evil person you're not interesting you're a horrible human being (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny and lisa just lisa is like crying laughing reading it which is the (laughs) it makes me it makes me love her so much more (laughs) I just love it. 
It's you so know the good. same people that are putting I'm obsessed with anything maritime at their beach house? I want them to put this <laughs> in a frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're on just the first line, the you're an idiot. You're the biggest idiot. You're the biggest idiot, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> you're excused. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I also love that Mary is coming in and just asking people about how they're going to feel now that Jen is gone. And I think she made a really good observation of like the group will change now that Jen is not here because they're not going to be scared of some lady who's like obviously a criminal. She's so scary. <laughs> She's terrifying. How many people were scared? <laughs> Me too. I was really, really scared. <laughs> yeah. Mary straight up asked Jen. I mean, straight up asked Heather about Jen. She's like, how do you feel now that you're with now that Heather Jen's not here anymore? And she also asked Meredith, like, so have you kept in touch with Jen? <laughs> Meredith is like, she's in prison. What do you want me to do about it? That was an insane question for production to ask. Like, no, like, what do you mean? She's in prison <laughs> for stealing money for, for the next eight, nine years or whatever for stealing money from like poor old helpless old people. Like, no, I'm not calling her to like, tell her about what's happening on the show. Yeah. But I think it's also because like, um, Meredith was so gung ho about Jen, even up to the reunion last. That year, was you know? weird. The that I forgot about that. How she like yeah. was Team Jen until the very end. Like flew to New York with Heather. So strange, so strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and uh, when Mary talks to Heather about it, Heather first tries to dent. She's like, P- I think I think people projected that on me that like I was really close to Jen. No, bitch. You are obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And Mary Mary reads her really well. Like she really sees Heather for who she is. And again, I'm loving Mary Cosby. Love her. Breath of fresh. <laughs> fresh of breath. Fresh of breath. <laughs> In the words of Whitney Rose. That's something she would say. That is. That is. Um, everybody asks if anybody's Heather also keeps dropping that she wrote a book. She's like, I wrote a book. I'm like, shut up, Heather. No one's read her book. No one's read it. No one cares. There's nothing about it that reveals about why Jen slogged you in the eye. Like, no yeah. one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lisa brings Angie and Monica to the party. And did you catch what Angie says? No. When no, she I didn't. greets Heather, she said, I would say thanks for the invite, but I didn't get one. <laughs> oh, well, that, that was great. But then also, I'm like, Heather, this is like your first, why, like, you're filming a show. <laughs> Invite the whole gang, you know? Yeah, just crack me up. It was so <laughs> funny. Um, Whitney and Meredith have some words. They they do a, can I talk to you for a second? And um, Meredith accuses Whitney of being the person behind the rumors about Meredith doing Special K. I think what they were doing was shrooms, not... Oh. I think they were doing shrooms, not weed. Oh. Because shrooms is legal now most places, but it's a little more looked down upon than weed yeah. is because people, like, I think of it as, like, a hard drug, quote-unquote. But, like, I've been in a lot of social situations these days where people do shrooms instead of edibles and, like, drink. Because, like, how do you, how does one even do ketamine? Well, I've also been around a lot of people that do ketamine. But ketamine is different. So I have I have a friend that does sometimes like when they want to like go dance or like in want to be in kind of a euphoric space sure and they have it in a um 
They have it in a like nasal spray form. Oh. You just okay. do like one little and like it's mixed with like saline or something. Like it's not they're not like um snorting like a line of cocaine. It's like a liquid form of it. And then you're in like a space for it doesn't last very long. Mm. It's like a like 20, 30 minute journey you go on. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Should I be doing special K? <laughs> yeah, you can try it. I should. I'm going to Amsterdam in a couple of uh, weeks. Months, be careful. And be I just want to also say, there. oh, do mushrooms there. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. You cut out. What were you saying? Oh, I was just saying, be careful. <laughs> of the am- of the shrooms in Amsterdam? No, of, of just like grabbing some ketamine in Europe. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm not doing ketamine in Europe. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> okay. That, that that would be my only, my only hangout. Yeah. But, but people yeah. also... Ketamine is used. There's like um, a lot of people that do ketamine therapy. Um, it's monitored at a hospital, mm-hmm. but um, it's very helpful with people suffering like from really insane, really intense levels of anxiety and depression. Oh, okay. and it's like transformative for people. Yeah, it's like the way people do MDMA for like mm-hmm. a couples therapy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You heard correctly. You no, know, like so couples a lot of times will uh, – some couples counselors will microdose MDMA uh, with their patients and it helps patients actually feel really positive about their spouses. Like it helps your walls come down and find the good in your spouse and mm-hmm. then they get some medication also to come down from it because otherwise they will immediately hate their spouse if they, if you come down from MDMA without like other vitamins to help you come down from it. Got it. Yeah. You know – can we talk big pharma for a second? Absolutely. <laughs> I just, you know, and I'm not like a she-she, like shoo-shoo, um, anti-vax person. So I am I just want to preface that with this. But I'll, I do think it's so interesting that about like 500 years later, like white people are starting to realize the medicinal positive effects of like what what we claim to be drugs, quote unquote. Like uh-huh. before, like for instance, on like natural, more natural things like shrooms or like weed, even, mm-hmm. and it just bo- it bothers me, confuses me, and then but instead giving us like actual toxins sometimes that like are like opio- opioids that are crafted to harm us. Yeah, well, it's all related to capitalism, capitalism and what yeah. makes money. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I work for Big Pharma. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, that was that was our Big Pharma corner. So that was a segment app. called "Let Me Shit on My Job." <laughs> <laughs> well, I work in fitness, which has a whole other plethora of issues. So don't worry. <laughs> okay, Meredith and Whitney talk, and Meredith again goes in on this tub shit. She says, "A dig on my marriage and a dig on my bathtub." And Whitney really comes at Meredith in that confessional. Some gay wrote some good lines for her about that uh, vacation rental bit. Yeah, it, it wasn't as funny. Like Lisa Barlow could have delivered that better, I think. But I know. Well, it's Whitney. I know. I know. She's she's broken chat. She's bathtubs. <laughs> um, Whitney tries to smooth it over, and she asks Meredith, "If we're gonna smooth it over, are you actually gonna?" Forgive me, or are you going to keep holding a grudge? And Meredith claims that she does not hold a grudge. That is that that is very dumb of her to say. 
Yeah. The show also, hinges yeah. on her holding grudges against everyone here. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> also, I don't know if you saw, I don't follow her on Twitter, but she was coming up a lot. And I think, Mar- I think, I, what's his name? Brooks. Brooks is officially just, he has her account. Because she, says, oh, you she think? posted pictures of herself and she was like, she said something like, I don't know if something, but you know I ate. I was. Gonna, I. I literally was about to say. Was it like I'm. E- I'm feeding the children with this, Mama. House down. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah. It was children fed. Check. Or... <sighs> like feeding. Or that's like she's always like oh. feeding the children. Oh. I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, this brings full circle to our conversation in the top of this hour. Uh, the caption is, it really is a lot to digest. I mean, I ate this look. <laughs> <laughs> Although part of me thinks that it was her, though, because it's a little off. Like the the sentence doesn't land right. It's not as funny or as like in as it could be. Yeah, of course. Because it's like, Maybe like having trouble digesting. I figured because <laughs> I, I ate. I don't know, guys. We're we're too old to figure out what the kids are, are saying, okay? Did you take off um, Law Roach from your soundboard? Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> you ate that. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith did not. Meredith but did not eat that. No. They start to do um, snowball fights, and I just love Mary Cosby because she just <laughs> – she says, I'm not doing that. I love her so much. She's like, I don't want to be a part. I'm not going to be a part of things that I don't want to be a part of. Mm-mm. Which is perfect. Maybe we all have that level of um, self-awareness. Yes. At this big age, you can't be asking me to do a fucking snowball fight. Right. No. And, and I love that she's on the side. She's like, are they having fun? Or are they laughing? Or are they crying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, either, I don't know either, babe. <laughs> yeah. I oh, I used it. to have on the soundboard Nicki Minaj. Where did that go? Of her going, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I have it. No. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm not going to find it in time, but I just, that that made me think of that. No. <laughs> Tom, what are we going to call this episode? We had a good name right at the top. And I'm forgetting it. Oh, well, there's the reality is a dumpster. There are, there's bathtubs. There's, um, it could, it could also just be a long thing. That's like, we ate and served the children boots down. (laughs) Eating is what we do in Salt Lake city. Eight. Ick. Ick. (laughs) I was around a lot of some year olds Uh in Texas. Yep. And um, they all talk that way. Yeah, and they also all do the put the hand in front of their face laugh now. It's like a TikTok thing. Do you, did you yes. notice that? Yeah. There was like... <laughs> I'm like, take your hand away from your face. Let me see you smile. I made a funny fucking joke, okay? <laughs> Give me what I'm looking for. That's why I'm here, okay? <laughs> I said the joke so I could see your mouth open and cackle, you piece of shit. Show it to me, you little twerp. <laughs> Um, does Brian cackle? Yes. He does. He's a cackler. Yeah. He's a cackler. Am I a cackler? I do. I go. Sometimes I'm, I'm back and forth. If it's, I'm kind of, I laugh in a lot of different ways. I feel like. My husband is not a cackler. 
Does he just giggle on the corner? <laughs> yeah, he's like a silent. He giggles. He giggles and he like loses his breath. But he's just like a quiet, polite, beautiful short king who like never cackles. But like tears will be rolling down his eyes while he's giggling. It's so cute. Oh, he's But so also cute. offensive to me as like a person who really feeds off of external validation mm-hmm. that he never cackles. I'm like, I'm hilarious. I know. That is hot. That is tough when someone's not giving you the laughter you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> like open your mouth, please. Please. Ha ha. Funny. <laughs> Wait, I know we're not talking about OC, but one other thing about OC that I just can't wait for you to see is that um, Shannon, mm-hmm. you we really get a full reaction to Shannon learning that Heather Dubrow is $55 million richer. Oh, I love it. And just seeing her like disintegrate oh, I and love melt it. away, knowing that she <laughs> has $55 million more dollars than her. <laughs> Oh God, I love it. Because remember when she walked when she did the tour of her house and was just like walking aimlessly through it? Like, yes. Sat, like she was just like dead eyes staring at the towel warmer. Yes, it was amazing. And then every few minutes, Gina would be like, Did you have this in your house? Gina's like, No, but we did have ho- hospital grade oxygen pumped in. <laughs> we did have a chandelier where the lever was broken and David never fixed it. Yeah. Wait, we did have crystals put in the foundation of the house. Oh, sure, we had that. Um, no, I you you can cut this out of your version of the episode, but I do just have to announce some business things to the oh to yeah the dumpster no, dive people. I'm not going to cut it out. Everybody can know your business. Oh things. my god, great! So yeah, so uh, next week we are diving into uh, season one, episode one of Keeping Up with the Kardashians Ooh. with uh, Mariah Smith from Smith Sisters Live on Radio Andy. It's a great app. We already recorded it. The episode also of kardashians is literally 20 minutes long so you can really get it in quick like while you're like you can even listen to it like a podcast and then listen to our recap of it oh my god i've never watched a single episode of the kardashians it's um it's okay it's not great the early seasons is the early stuff is is fun to watch back because you're knowing where we are now i mean everyone has a different face let's get that off the table Mm -hmm. um and but Chris is producing her little patootie off from from the jump like this like the first scene of the first episode she literally says like you know when my daughter filmed the sex tape as a mom I was mad but as her manager I knew we had to get to work (laughs) (laughs) well that lady has not stopped working a day since then because did you see Kylie and Timothy yeah that's a weird Uh couple do you believe that couple though well not really but um one of my favorite comedians michelle collins she i was listening to her show today and she was like he looks like the kid at the bar mitzvah making out with like one of like the like dancers they hired to be there (laughs) (laughs) well somebody tweeted that one couple in the six flags line like you know who they are (laughs) why is six flags so sexual i will never know (laughs) I never know. Like, what is it about, like, roller coasters that make people want to just, like, jizz all over themselves? Yeah. It's so weird. There's always somebody just, like... Humping in line. Hump, dry humping in the line to, like, whatever, Viper, whatever the fuck those were, Hercules. <laughs> Not Viper. I guess the names are a little sexual now that you're reading them <laughs> off. <laughs> you want to ride Hercules with me? 
Yeah, the roller coaster was called like Big Dick Daddy, and I was like really <laughs> horny. I don't know why. <laughs> so strange. I have a boner now. I don't understand. <laughs> um, well, this uh, was fun. I had a great time. Did you have a good time? Oh my god, I had the best time. Uh, this is great. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm so glad that immediately when I texted you, you were like, "Yes, I will talk to well, you." I about needed this to only if you talk I, to me about it. Yes, I know, I know. I need <laughs> I needed to get the episode logged, and then I was like, "We should just do this." So we're, yeah, we work yeah, that way. Our brains I are connected. I have nothing else going on, really. I'm just recording these fucking episodes and, and working for Big Pharma. <laughs> working for working for Big Pharma, poisoning America one pill at a time. Opioids is what I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to need to cut that out. I'm going to bleep that whole thing.